1: Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Celtic get ready to welcome Lazio in the Europa League with Ryan Christie, but without Olivier and Cham. Stephen Gerrard says Rangers are out to cause a shock to those who aren't giving them a chance against Porto. And John Fleming, the Scottish FA's head of referees, sadly passes away aged sixty-two. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight is Jim Duffy and Mark Weedy Yeah,
2: and first of all, Gordon, condolences to John Fleming's family. He was a lovely man. Dealt with him many times over the years. Great at his job, a good people person And as you say at 62 It's a terrible loss And uh, not only to his family but, but to the game To the SFA because he was very very good At his job And on the football, as you said there are Two massive games tomorrow night Rangers are in Portugal port, uh, to play Porto Rangers get three points from two games Celtic at home in Lazio Celtic get four points from two games If they can both win tomorrow night Particularly, you, you would fancy Celtic, they have a right good chance at home it really puts him in the driving seat to, to, to qualify from the group And of course, we're back to league duty as well On Sunday, both uh, Celtic and Rangers play on Sunday And it's nip and tuck at the top of the table Absolutely brilliant for the neutral
3: Yeah, again, I uh, have to echo uh, Mark's thoughts on uh, John Fleming uh, Very sad to hear the news that he'd passed away uh, You know, I met John many times uh, Either at the start of the season when the referees um, and the managers and coaches got together or on the rare occasion that I had to phone up and make the odd complaint. Uh, and uh, as I said, he was always, um, you know, welcome to listen, always get back to you, always a complete gentleman. And as I said, in uh, condolences and sympathies to his family. Um, so uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be sadly missed. As far as the football is concerned, I think both games tomorrow night, I've got an air of Champions League flavour about them because of the games. You know, Porto and Lazio, they are big names in European football. Portuguese opponents Italian opponents the type of games you would imagine to be in the, in the Champions League albeit don't have the the same uh, you know uh, reputation in terms of the Europa League but massive games and great uh, for for both teams to be involved in, uh, at this level
1: this is your last chance to have your pre-match say Because Rangers fans you'll, be, you'll have kicked off by the time we come on here tomorrow So this really is your last chance To get all your pre-match thoughts in Who should play Who shouldn't play How should your team approach the game What about your chances of winning the thing You let us know 0141 951 1025 on the phones And if you would rather tweet Then you can find us at Clyde SSB So get those calls in nice and early 0141 951 one oh two five. A reporter, Andrew McLean, is in Portugal He's been speaking to Steven Gerrard at his pre-match press conference So as soon as that's all uh, wrapped up and the technology allows... We'll speak to Andrew live in the show And bring you the thoughts of Stephen Gerrard So let's kick off with Neil Lennon Who spoke to the media earlier He believes, just like Jim Duffy The clash with Lazio has the makings Of a great European night at Celtic Park Taking on the Italians uh, tomorrow in Glasgow The manager wants them to build on Saturday's performance Against Ross County
4: It's almost like a Champions League game really With the, the size of the two clubs and, and the prestige that the game holds So... Um yeah, we're very much looking forward to it and it's a great game for our players to, you know, gain that more vital European experience. Can we expose our, if there's any frailties there? Of course we can. You know, we're at home and uh, I would expect this to create, you know, chances in the game. But uh, I would also expect to so, to create chances in the game as well.
1: Neil Lennon there giving us his thoughts ahead of the Lazio game It's four points from the opening two matches Uh, He's refusing though to to hype up tomorrow's match too much
4: It's a key game because it's the next one And uh, the the group is tight You know it's only um, You know we're on four points And Lazio Cluj on three You know and you wouldn't write Ren out of it either At this stage you know because there's so much football to go So just in terms of it being a key game Yeah because you know anything can happen the group, group can turn very quickly either way. If we were to win it, it would be fantastic. If we were to lose it, it wouldn't be a disaster. But um, you know, we're positive about things and we're hoping to get a, a positive result out of the game tomorrow.
1: Let's hear from you then 01419511025 If you were to pick your Celtic team for tomorrow You are Neil Lennon for the next half an hour Who are you going to pick? Let us know 1-11 to who should play What about Celtic's chances of winning? They've obviously laid the groundwork In the away performance in Rennes And that home win against Cluj So let us know what you think 01419511025 Does the Celtic team Come as close to picking itself As it has in... I don't know how long, but certainly with with Livy and Cham out, so for a- anyone who was of a mind to mix up the midfield, um, but you know Ryan Christie, El Yunusi seems to be sort of making that side of the pitch his own at the moment as yeah. well. Does it does it pick itself? Any any debates there to be had? Hey, the only debate for me would
2: would be if Neil Lennon has one eye on Sunday, Celtic Is that right, which is a tough game. As we said, you know with it being nip and tuck, it depends how much he wants to. Prioritise Or does he see it As a chance of Just Getting some of the players Into a rhythm You know as you see Alan you see Getting more starts Central defensive um, Partnership um, Going as well Does he stick with Frimpong At right back Does he look or at given, He can't play He's ineligible he right, okay. Does he look at Greg the- Taylor um, Giving him A run Giving him a chance At a left back He's still not kicked A ball yet for Celtic So i Have a feeling With this being a home game And a chance to go and one is to put them in a right strong position going into the final three games I think he'll go as strong as he possibly can go and then you you see what's available for, for, for Sunday so um, yeah his options for me will be that I think Neil Lennon will pick what he believes to be his best team available I don't think he's going to look at giving two or three guys a run out although he might but I think he'll pick his best uh, team available
3: yeah, I think obviously you mentioned there from Paul not not listed in the Europa League um, group, um, so therefore I think that uh, Elhamad uh, will, will come back in. Uh, the only other one would be either Christy or Rogic, isn't it? You know, and because Rogic came back in there at the weekend with Christy being suspended, and uh, you know Celtic had an exceptional performance, um, so that's the only. Even though Ryan Christy and everyone said has been one of the top players, you would expect him to go back into the team. But you never know You just never know I mean Tom Rogers Is, is a fantastic player And he, he's been waiting On his chance So um, That would be For me Would be the only The only one That um, you, you might argue One way or the other And and obviously Neil Lennon's got that Great luxury Of two fantastic players But I think it'll be A terrific game I really do I think it'll be Really open Really end to end We know Latsio Are uh, unlike A lot of town teams Very good going forward And <laughs> not the best yeah, At the back yeah. So therefore I don't see them coming and trying to stifle no. the game. I think they'll they'll come and play. You're right, Jim. It's like a Champions know, League game, yeah, isn't it? You yeah. you,
2: you say that it earlier. It's got that feel, and I think, unless I'm mistaken, there'll be more than fifty-five thousand inside the stadium. Yes, I think it's, it's like a salute. Champions yeah. League fixture.
3: Yeah, yeah. Atmosphere will be terrific, and, and I just I just think of an outstanding game, and I think there'll be a few goals in it, and it's just how how tight sealed it can keep it because you know we know the atmosphere does can almost generate and force them to go and attack. And, and, and the Italians I love that as well uh, Having that little bit of space
1: Christy or Rogic Is the, the only dilemma Says Jim Duffy Any other ones For you out there And if not Who are you picking in that one 01419511025 At Clyde SSB on Twitter Alec is first up tonight Alec Who are you picking out of those two
5: Hi lads How we doing Hi Alec uh, Definitely Christy uh, seemed, I was at the game Saturday uh, I know Rogic is needing game time But he, he wasn't doing it, and you know that Christie's a box-to-box player. Last player I seen playing like that was like Craig Burley. Uh So I, I think that's going to be Christie, because you know we're probably going to need to be busy. I think that, you know, as I said to Andy when I phoned up, the been lazy, I think the Celtic team now picks itself, which is good. You know, we've got a big squad, but there's a lot of quality there. Uh, I think Elhamid will come in for Frimpong. For as much as I love the boys, get ability, you know, I think he's still a young, he's still a young lad. He's, he's going to, to learn, but I think that against Lazio, you know, I think El Hamid is going to come in. He's a bit more, you know, he's going to be a bit, mm-hmm. bit more less attacking, if you know what I mean. But definitely, you know, playing like him more with the lights and the music and all that, it's get the feel of the
1: Champions League over uh, it. Jim, I'm not sure he can really. Be overly critical of someone Who's contributed as much as as Tom Rogic has In the last few seasons And in actual fact He's only been out of the team Because he's been injured So it's not as if he suffered A huge dip in form That said If you're comparing the two What you often hear is that Ryan Christie gives you more Without the ball And that You tend to think that That's beneficial on a European night Is that fair?
3: Yeah I think there's a a part of that I think Alex right I mean, I mean Ryan Christie's form over the last year Has been top class So it's not as if he's He's had a dip Or he's been out the team For a considerable period He's only really had The one the one game out and I, and I think that You know He deserves to be in the team I'm just saying that The fact that Celtic Played so well on Saturday mm-hmm. That sometimes The manager mm-hmm. just think, Listen that, that team Shape and organisation Was really good And obviously I know it's a, a totally Different opposition Without being Disrespectful to Ross County But um, you know Sometimes the manager just, just thinks Well listen Same again If we can get Close to that performance it Doesn't matter who we play then we're going to give him problems, but yeah, I, I agree. I, I would have Ryan Christie in the team. He gives you the energy. He, he's 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 a little bit more mobile. Um He still gives you the goal threat, uh, and he gives you that competitive competitive edge as well. And he can drop into midfield if required. So yeah, for me, I would I would be Ryan Christie. But I can I can also I'm sure there's lots of people
2: who can argue the case for Tom Rogic. I think Christie will certainly start on Sunday. Given that he's been at Aberdeen given well, he he knows can't, put, He's still, he's he's still, still suspended. suspended He'll be a two oh, match damn. I'm in right so, good for him right? He's definitely Yeah he'll be a two yeah, match Because right, that the was the first game So but, yeah but so, so he but won't but definitely still the way around, around <laughs> then though Meaning, but, might look at it the, And bring him in tomorrow night To keep him ticking over To make sure you Or do you keep Because Rodgers hasn't had A lot of football So you might want to play Rodgers Just to keep him in a,
1: in a rhythm Yeah keep him ticking along yeah. um, I suppose the other This is nothing new This is the whole point For our dominant teams They have to Deal with that major contrast Between some domestic fixtures And some of the European fixtures It was only a couple of days ago uh, Celtic of course were at home to Ross County They win by six They would have had all the ball in the world gym I can't remember the exact Um, I think it was it was, It was it was well over 60% I think mm-hmm. Possession Um, How do players cope with that contrast Within the space of a couple of days?
3: Yeah I mean I have to be honest with you I, I, I don't always buy any I get it The the atmosphere can change a little Mm -hmm. bit Because, you know Domestic football Is not quite the same drama And excitement As European football I get that But in terms of You know, playing You know, Saturday Or Sunday, midweek Whatever, weekend Should we say Because the games are all over the place So weekend, midweek Weekend, midweek That is exactly what you said Part and parcel Of being at a big club And having to cope With those demands And those expectations In different styles you know, it can be an away game. You know, I mean, I was at the, the Livingston game a couple of weeks ago um, when it was a different type of game on a different surface, different uh, just after European, mm-hmm. you know, all that kind of stuff. So you've got to be able to cope with that right throughout the season. That defines you or that can define you as winners and serial winners. And Celtic have done that time and time again over the over the years. I, I think the, the European Knights almost take care of themselves. As I said, it's, it's, it's like you've got to just focus on it. I'm not quite with Matt In the sense that I think they've just got to Get 100% focus on this And then mm. Pettodrie Will take care of itself At the weekend
1: Alex do you fancy Celtic To win this one? Uh, I think it's going to be close You know
5: what I mean I'm, I've not seen much of Lazio But for for You know Italian teams You know what I mean So I think it's going to be close But I do think Celtic Will win it And just The the the, the crowd is just like An extra man at party It's going to be bedlam In there the more You know what I mean And
2: I'm really looking forward to it I think Alex So it's one thing That Celtic need to get You're saying the crowd a like an extra man You know Celtic's record in Europe In the past few seasons Hasn't been good enough It wasn't what it was 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 years ago You know That, that Fortress Parkhead For me No longer exists At Celtic Park Celtic need to build that up again Because if you look If you if you study the results uh, In the past 3 or 4 years You go back to Ronnie Dyler's time I think possibly Neil Lennon's last season the first time round in Europe And you build it up And yes Celtic qualify for the Champions League Under Brendan Rogers, 50-60 million quid banked Happy days But when you look at the actual results At Celtic Park For me It's not a fortress anymore
1: uh, Anthony's in Cardonald Hi Anthony Hi guys This is good Case And you Anthony Hi. What's on your mind? Uh, just a wee point
6: about um, The domestic front this season It's been excellent The and change at the top The proper challenge I think the Celtic As I'm a Celtic fan myself mm mm-hmm. Um, I think seeing the Europa League there, there, Some people are talking about winning it And thinking that's better than like the SPL But for me Winning the SPL as a Celtic fan Is more important than that um, A couple of guys have said That well they would have the Europa League But if you think about it It was all, all under the old for Cup back then um, Celtic got to the final Lost it, lost the league Rangers got to the final Lost it, lost the league So to me it's all about the league for me
1: Alright so you're actually Using those examples and saying that Success on the European front can actually mean Failure or, or you know Failure to win the domestic competitions Is that what you mean? Exactly, yeah I suppose you have a marked Anthony's right on those two seasons If you mention 2003 and in 2008, whether they are How closely yeah. they're linked I don't know, you can I, decide
2: I mean, there's also, you look at the, the evidence Of even just going back to the last European game, you know, Celtic beat Clues, good result, and then lose at Livingston um, on the Sunday. So that's why it might prey on Neil Lennon's mind a little bit, but I think tomorrow night he will prioritise it. But Anthony's saying there, for him, it's all about the league title and try to win 9 in a row. I totally get that. And I think on the other side of the city at Rangers, I would say most Rangers fans would say it's all about stopping 9 0 and win the league this season. And if we do anything in Europe, it's a bonus. I think that's the the mindset of, of where we are That's it You're not going to concede then, You're not going to try And not win the game But for sure Domestically Is what it's all about This season for both clubs
3: Yeah I mean I, I think As a purely football fan Take, take the what Team you support For me I would be looking and saying If you could win a European title Europa League If you could win that I mean that That's that's hell You're revered forever You know You're not revered forever If you've won the title
2: no this season though yeah. no, Jim I would, I would, dis, I would disagree well, This season
3: Purely this season Me personally yeah I still think If you if you take those teams That they mentioned The, the Walter Smith's team And the Martin O'Neill's team Even losing those games Losing them mm-hmm. But you know the, But it was the nine that state But it was in 1972 and 1967 You know so That's the only time That either of these clubs Have won a European trophy So for me as a football, I, I would think
2: Won the European trophy but it's not, I, I, a, I get what you're saying about It's not the, realistic you know, I don't think it's realistic To say what, what's more realistic One right. in Celtic Rangers, One in the league Or one in the Europa League It's yeah. more realistic That they can win the yeah, domestic it league It
3: is more realistic I'm just saying that You know Anthony's saying there He would His choice would be If you had a One, one Europa League or, and, uh, and one win the league He would win the league I get that But for me As I said A football it's that, that that can be a once and not, in not just a inch. generation. Mm. You know, I don't know several generations because it's it's been proven fifty years, sixty years, etc. So, uh, if there's an opportunity, if you if you can qualify and you get a decent draw, and all of a sudden there's a wee chance, for me personally, I would be thinking one that because again, these these famous players that we could talk about, and we could run off everyone can almost run off the winning sides for each of their teams, um, decades later. So for me, that's that's the I would down if
1: if if I've given the, the, choice. Sense, huh? uh, the uh, choice. Anthony, what, what what does this mean though for for, for tomorrow and, and for the next European game? You quite rightly, what are you know well within your rights to want to prioritise domestic football, but but Celtic are in this. They've got a game tomorrow. Does that mean they they play a weakened team? What what is it you what is it you expect to happen then?
6: Uh, I think see Champions League. We were at the game were away for at the um, qualifiers, the Cluj one. And I did say to the life I'm know, I wouldn't be bored if we could put a Europe because you're playing Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, Sunday, it's not the same. Because, like Livingston, more that, you've got that backlasher you play well in Europe, and you go and play a different atmosphere, different ground altogether. Yeah,
3: but Celtics should be able to handle nice. that, Anthony. They've got that yeah. many players, Celtic should be able to handle that. Celtic should be able to beat Livingston, let's be honest. Yeah. Regardless of where that is, you know.
6: I think that's your. Well, we'll, we'll they play their, their best 11, but I think Celtic also need to think to themselves well, what's more important this game or Aberdeen? And for me, it's Aberdeen. It's all about. They, they've done this for eight years, and there's no. I don't want to let go of that now. I'd like to see us build on it and make ten, make history.
1: OK, that was Anthony in Cardano Thank you very much for the call 0141 951 uh, Rangers fans, it's an early kick-off Porto against Rangers tomorrow So this is officially your last chance To pick your team for tomorrow We're going to go over to Portugal next All things being well We'll speak to Andrew McLean And he'll bring us all the big talking points From Stephen Gerrard's press conference So pick your team Let us know what you think ahead of tomorrow 0141 And we'll speak to you after the travel
0: Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Getting you full compensation is their goal. Talk to thompsons.com
1: Jim Duffy and Mark Guidi here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard. It's Wednesday night, two massive Europa League games tomorrow, so clearly uh, the perfect time to give the previews to them. We started off with Celtic against Lazio. Uh, Dave Fitzpatrick is on Twitter at Clyde SSB. He's reacting to the previous caller who... Suggested he wasn't that bothered But Europe would rather focus on the league But Dave quite simply says We should be thinking Win the league And progress in Europe Our squad is big enough Uh, Gary Houston's got some thoughts On the Celtic team Christie has to play before Rogic One mistake all season he's made He's been criticised way too much for it He also gives more effort And he lasts 90 minutes Hashtag no-brainer says Gary on Twitter at Clyde SSB Uh, let's turn our attentions at least uh, for a while to Porto against Rangers because our reporter Andrew McLean is out there in Portugal, he's just been at Steven Gerrard's press conference anything exciting happening Andrew?
7: Yeah, plenty exciting happening here. It's uh, actually power of technology. I'm in the underground car park of Porto Stadium at the moment and I'm actually looking at a big photo of Didier Agat that's on the wall which is of course from the the 2003 UEFA Cup final. He's battling with Deco, not quite the person I expected to see, having a big poster on the wall here but um, a great stadium as well. 50,000 seater looks really good. The facilities are, are excellent top notch stadium and i think that's really just a reflection of the the type of club that rangers are up against porto have always been a big name in european competition they're in great form as well nine wins from the last 10 outings the only blip was that loss last time out in the europa league which was against feyenoord but um you know they still all to play for in the group, all four teams sitting on, on three points. Steven Gerrard, as you said, speaking in the last hour, he says that this is the type of the occasion and stadium that he hopes will bring out the best in his players. He also says they need to be at their best if they want to take something from the game.
8: I don't think this is an, an arena or a fixture where we can come here and perform below par. Uh, I think if we've got any ambition of taking anything away from this, whether it be a win or uh, a point we, we, we have to max out and that's in and out of possession we have to find a performance that's close to our best to take something away we're well aware of that um, but I've got belief and confidence in the players that we can find that because I think you know, coming to a, a place like this uh, an arena that has the wow factor a pitch that's perfect against an opposition that all the players allow huge respect for more often than not um, that's when you can find your performance
7: so uh, I'm excited
1: Did everyone travel, Andrew? Everyone fits and accounted for?
7: Yeah, well, Ryan Jack's back in the squad. He was up sat next to Stephen Gerrard on media duties as well. The only two players that won't be available for Rangers, well Jordan Jones wouldn't have been available anyway because he's not in the Europa League squad but he's still a couple of weeks away and Andy King as well, I think we had a caller on recently asking about why Andy King hadn't been in Rangers squads where he'd gone um, but he does have a muscular problem so that's why he's not been involved recently so he can't play tomorrow night, as for Porto they've got a, a pretty strong looking side as well, they've got the Cape Verde international Zay Louise, who seems to be their, their danger man, he actually played against Rangers last season for Spartak Moscow and Spartak Moscow beat them 4-3 in the Europa League group stages and of course the big name as well is Pepe, the ex-Real Madrid centre-back and what an intriguing battle that could be between him and Alfredo Morelos, one that I'm sure many people will look forward to if both start tomorrow night. Steven Gerrard uh, went on to say that they've got the belief that they can put in a good performance tomorrow night. He says many people don't give them a chance but he says he's seen enough to know they're capable of an upset.
8: Yeah, I think obviously not taking nothing from the, from the young boys' games made the challenge that a little bit more difficult, of course. I think when the group was put together, I think we, as a staff, we always looked at the home games um, as the key games, really, to try and take maximum points from them. And um, what you can get on the road is always a bonus. I think we were in a good place to take something from young boys, but unfortunately, um, we suffered the blow at the end of the game. So we're going to come here tomorrow and try and take something from the game and try and play as well as we can. Um, I don't think many are giving us a chance because of the level of the opposition and the standard of the player, but um, within our own group of the staff and the players, um, we believe we've seen enough that um, if we play to our maximum and, and the players can all bring individual performances within that, we can take something from this game.
1: Uh, and Andrew, a number of Rangers fans, of course, will be heading... To Portugal for that game, and the club very clear with a message to them today. Uh, ultimately, to to behave themselves, given some of the disciplinary action the club has faced already this
7: season. Yeah, Stephen Gerrard echoed that in, in his uh, pre-match media conference there as well. He was, you know, ju- just saying that you know it's it's great for them to have the fans back in the stadium. They of course didn't take their allocation for the last game. Young boys did set them up with a section for Rangers fans, but there'll be a lot more Rangers fans in the stadium for this one but he, he just wants a good atmosphere he wants the backing from his fans but he wants the backing in the right way as well
1: Great stuff, thank you to our reporter Andrew McLean he's going to watch the game tomorrow and bring you all the post-match reaction uh, make sure you don't miss anything from Stephen Gerrard after the game tomorrow let's go straight back to the phones and speak to Paul in Swindon Hi Paul um,
9: Hello um, it's just a comment to the panel about James Tavernier's performances and why Why people seem to think that he's not fit for selection, or gets criticised when he's clearly the best fullback in the league, and people are going about Alfredo Morelos, but um, James Tavernier by by far is the best player in Scotland. Um, I'm from England, I see fullbacks from England all the time. I don't understand why the guy gets criticism. I just want to know what the panel says about that.
3: Well, the reason he gets criticism, Paul, is because he's making basic errors that are costing goals and key. Key matches, um, the young boy's game. Um, he was culpable for two two goals. Um, obviously, at the weekend uh, there.
9: Was that a defensive unit or himself?
3: No, him individually was culpable because he gave the ball away. And then I mean, that doesn't he,
1: mean to say he's the only one. Know, as Paul's alluding to? But of course, the. I, like I mean, I, I mean, you can.
3: Oh, every goal is a mistake. So someone along the line, someone makes a mistake. Um, but you, you're just asking why he's giving in for criticism. I'm not saying this is us. This is the this is the the we're we're um, reflecting the you know the volume of opinion we get from the the Rangers fans are phoning and and they're unhappy um, that he is continually selected and other players seem to be you know changed and I think that's the thing. He's he's never been left out. He's never been rested. Going forward, um, he's normally been terrific. Um, he's 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 obviously he's a amount of goals for a fullback is exceptional. His assists is exceptional. As well, we get all that. But from a defensive point of view, he's still he's still for me positionally. Um, got got a lot to improve upon. I think he's too high at times. I think he, he he's not. His first instinct is not to to assess the danger. Um, I think he's a good player, but I think he's. He still got. He still got to defend better to be an exceptional player.
1: Paul, you're clearly a big fan. I mean, I've, I've heard Rangers fans describe him as the best right back in the league. Sometimes the best full back. I've never heard anyone really say that he's the best player in the league. You must be a real fan of James Tavernier's work.
9: But, 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 I mean, full backs in the modern game. are, are totally. about I'm a full back myself, and I, you know, obviously, nearly made it, but never quite. But but that's the way. That's the way it should be. Now No. You tell me a full back that doesn't defend well these days, um, because because I can't name one. I mean I mean, Trippier. Um, you name a full Danny Alves isn't a good defender. You know he's a great he's a great great full back going forward. But the wingers now. I mean gone are the gone are the days of um, you know out, out, you know out, out and out wingers. The full backs are wingers now, I don't understand why James Tavernier comes through the criticism when he's got so many assists and so many goals to him, and people are criticising him for. For he's and Now, in my opinion, the the, the, the centre half should should be covering them. So I don't I don't understand why James Tavernier gets so much criticism. I think it's because he captain of the Rangers, but um, you know I think he's a good captain. I think he's a good player, and um, I, I don't see why he gets so much criticism. One thing
2: I'd agree with you, Paul. On you mentioned there the the, the centre half, and I, and I think you know maybe just sometimes at corner Goldson maybe take a wee bit more responsibility and his positional sense too. I think Goldson's. Really good And he's been a great signing For Rangers But you know I just think sometimes He just has to um, You know Be more Be more commanding And um, maybe take a bit A bit of the weight off Of um, Tavernier uh, Every now and again But listen I I think Tavernier's The the best right back um, At Rangers for sure I don't see An obvious replacement For him I think would you just go as far it. as to
1: say he's the best player in the league as Paul has?
2: The best player in the league, No, nah, nowhere near it. I, mean, I would say, yeah, looking at him, best right back in Scotland in Scottish football, yeah, probably. Best player in the league, no not nowhere near it. But um I think you've just got to allow him some mistakes and allow him to, to push through it because he is an asset to Rangers. They need all the experience they can get with the games um coming up, and uh um you can count me out of being one of the guys that says Drop him and, and put him out of the team Yeah he's made mistakes But the good far outweighs the bad
1: Okay thank you very much to Paul In Swindon let's move swiftly on And speak to Craig Who's also a Rangers fan How do you see Rangers setting up tomorrow Craig?
10: How are we doing gents? Um, well I think um, Almost connected to the previous one I think they've got to set up Defensively almost I think almost a sort of Walter Smith style kind of 4-5-1 Sort of uh, or I for one like, rather in a formation where you know you sit back observe absorb pressure because we're going to be under it for, for, for the word goal tomorrow you know portal are a quality side um, and then I think we try and catch them on counter-attacks when they're flying forward which is why actually I think uh, Jermaine Defoe should start tomorrow that and the fact having watched Pepe play um, throughout the years whether that be for Portugal in international tournaments or Real Madrid in the Champions League He's a player who thrives, absolutely thrives on winding up his opponents and getting people sent off. He's done it his whole career. He's ended up being sent off a few times as well. And I think, although Morelos' disciplinary record this season so far has been great, I, I'm not sure I would take the risk of essentially having a hothead going one on one with a hothead because, from a Rangers point of view, and Morelos, that might not be good. So I think put the four in there. He's a good target man to have playing for the back anyway um, and really look at it because I actually think their defence isn't as bad as what we've been getting criticised for the last few days actually I think it's a valid point to say that in the league statistically we've conceded less goals than Celtic's defence who are supposed to be you know world class um, so I think we've, we're capable of putting in a good defensive shift and catching portal. that's for me probably the best chance we've got of a uh, of getting us result, tomorrow. okay.
1: Let's put that to the guys, Jim.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, again, I, I think that the ball have to be a little bit more conservative, uh, and protect um, the back line a little bit. I think it might be a 4 1 4 1 if Ryan Jacks 100% fit come back into the team, um, in front of maybe Stephen Davis. Uh, you know, and Stephen Davis is kind of patrolling that area in front of the centre backs and then have the four in front of them. And then I still think Morellis, I mean, I think. Stephen Gerrard has a quite word with Morelis because the one thing I do agree 100% with Craig is Pepe can lose it, <laughs> you know, there's absolutely no doubt about it but if if you throw an arm anywhere from about his hip to his chest he's going to hold his face and, and throw himself to the ground so you have to be careful but I think he can be wound up and I think someone like Morelis backing into him using his strength, um, you know, rolling him, getting in about him you know, could could be an asset for Rangers. So you
1: actually just try and use yeah. it to, to, to your advantage yes. and hope that it that it doesn't backfire. Essentially. Yeah, you've got to be
3: clever. You know, I mean, you know, and and I'm sure you know Rangers have done their homework and and, and Alfredo Morales, like Craig, should know Pepe should know the type of player he is. Um, so therefore, you know, if you can if you can you know get inside his head. now he's a very experienced player now. I think he was a thirty six yeah, something somewhere like so. that. And he may not be quite as rash as he was a few years ago, but he, he was always a there was always a chance he could be a wee bit of a liability at times, even though on his game he's a very good defender. You don't get that many caps and play at that level if you're not a good defender. But he does have his his moments of rashness. Um as, as far as the, the shape of the team is concerned, for me I would be going you know, four one, four one. Um, you know, because and, and I think it's just trying to get that pace and balance in the wide areas. That's something that you know, if Kent's no 100% fit, I'm not quite sure yet, Jones missing, you know. Rangers y- need to get more like at Aribo Nojo yeah.
2: now. Th- th- They've started well, uh, yeah. Jim, but I think they're starting off. And again, like tomorrow night, Aribo Nojo for me now need to step up with the plate. Mm. This is getting to the series stuff now. We're getting into the winter months. They can't be passengers. They've got to do more for the Rangers team for sure. And uh, I would go with Morelos all day long tomorrow night ahead of Defoe. Morelos has got to start. Uh, tomorrow night And in terms of being a defensive lineup, Yeah If you can pull off a Walter Smith style result Then happy days If you can leave there I've been in that stadium many times It's an intimidating arena Porto will be up for a Quality team If you can come away from Porto tomorrow night With a point That is a mm-hmm. fantastic result
1: What does the midfield look like then Craig If you want them to set up You know d- defensively Is this the type of night for Ojo? I- have you got other plans in mind? To be honest I,
10: I don't think this is the type of night for for Ojo I think. For me, particularly with the way I think they've got to set up, you know, I don't think Ojo plays in So you've got to have um obviously I think Ryan Jack should be in there because he's a good uh, he can be a good hold up player. Um, but, you know, Davis is an absolute sure fire starter. There's no I don't think any real doubt about it. And to be honest with you, I would probably put Glenn Kamara in there. Um as opposed to Ojo just because I think he's a physical presence, and unlike Ojo, who likes to grab the ball and you know dart forward, and he does take risks and he loses the ball. You know, he he done it um, one or two times um, over the piece. So um, I think you need somebody who's probably a bit more comfortable in that environment um, on the ball uh, for me. Um, but that's yeah. Uh, if I could actually make a quick point, just because. That last guy Was talking about it
1: Very quickly um,
10: Go on Very quickly no, Just because I've not had the chance on Sunday What I was going to say See This chat We've been about Rangers defence Celtic defence And all the rest of it Against you know, Looking outside Of each other Against teams Not called Celtic This season in the league Rangers have conceded Four goals Celtic have conceded Seven Against the rest of the league So actually Celtic's defence Have conceded almost Double the goals Rangers have against The rest of the league And yet still we say How poor Rangers defence is And how Brilliant Celtics is And I don't Really understand that Because the numbers Certainly don't show that
1: I think to be fair I mean Celtics defence Got plenty of criticism For the way they defended Or didn't defend (laughs) Against Livingston And actually Most of the stuff In the last few days Has been around James Tavernier Rather than yeah, the unit. I, I, I don't also recall many
2: people Saying that Celtic
1: defence Is World brilliant class, And that certainly no.
2: nobody's called them World, World class, class No, no chance I think Craig's
1: Making that up Anyway thank you very much to Craig We are extremely late for the travel But it's the perfect time To get your call in 01419511025 And we could be speaking to you next
0: Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard With Thompsons Road Accident Solicitors The compensation you deserve When you've been sidelined Talk to Thompsons.com <laughs> The Old Firm in Europe on Clyde One with Ladbrooks.com, Backing Scottish football all season long.
1: Big night in Europe for Celtic and Rangers We've heard from both managers As we look ahead to those fixtures We're judging the potential team selections uh, Looking at the chances of each team pulling off a result uh, And there's plenty more time for you to get in touch We're here until 8 o'clock So get your calls in on 01419511025 Where you can speak to Jim Duffy or Mark Guidi. We are on Twitter as well as always At Clyde SSB Scotty is on he says clubs like Celtic work hard to get into Europe So the priority is Lazio Then think about Aberdeen Anyone who disagrees is on to plums Celtic will express themselves tomorrow And produce a result in my opinion onto plums We don't get that phrase mm-hmm. on, uh, I like that. It's good, it? on the super scoreboard too oh, often you see,
2: fancy Celtic tomorrow night Gordon yeah. I fancy them win the game Yeah I do and I, I, I agree exactly what you saying. saying Sunday's a massive game as well But a, a win tomorrow night puts Celtic in my opinion 90% through uh, in terms of getting into the last 32 of the Europa League So it's a big night, We're nearly 60,000 Celtic fans going away They're not turning up for nothing, they're expecting a proper performance And I think Celtic's going to do
1: it I mean, I, you only get six games in the group, Jim So mm-hmm. they're obviously all important yeah. I, I'm not saying one is more important than the other However, to contradict that, that yeah. middle double header does tend to yeah. to go a long way To you know your your chances of either progression or getting dumped out
3: yeah, I think particularly you're sitting on four points, and if you can get another three, and then you've got another home game to come further down the line, then it just gives you an unbelievable chance of qualifying. So therefore, I think yeah, this is, I'm with Mark. This is a big game. If they can get three points, it puts them absolutely in the box seat.
1: Right, let's speak to Frank and Mary Hill. Hi, Frank.
3: Hello. Hi, Frank.
1: Hi there, yeah. Um,
11: I was actually phoning a, bit a Celtic point, but while waiting for a wee while there, I was scanning, I uh, saw the Ranger statement out tonight. Um, and I, I'm quite amazed, actually. I never knew about it, because it wasn't mentioned on the headlines. Um, I don't know if you and any of you guys have looked at it I'm assuming your job, you will have looked at this statement.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, we did mention it when we spoke to Andrew McLean in Portugal. I don't know if, if you missed that bit, Frank. So just just for, for what it's worth, we did, we did mention it a bit earlier on, as per the job.
11: Yeah, I think this has really got to be highlighted, this statement, because to me, it's nothing short of a disgrace. Rangers fans have been charged and been guilty of racism by UEFA and all the, all the, the publicity this week regarding uh, the racism with England team, etc. Um, and this statement, if you read it, <laughs> it certainly, is, certainly isn't unequivocal in its condemnation of all forms of racism. It makes the point, um, if, if it's deemed unacceptable by UEFA, and UEFA have um wide-ranging view of racism, basically. Well, I've got a little message for Mr King and his, co- and his the people that are running that show over there. Racism is racism is racism. There is no uh, section of racism that is less acceptable than anything else. The colour of a person's skin is is quite rightly, and totally unacceptable. The culture of a people is totally unacceptable to be slaughtered, and the treatment of the Irish Catholic community in Scotland is equally unacceptable. So, I wish Rangers would come out and stop the nod and a wink to the sexist fans who they're trying to do a nod and a wink to, and actually, completely and unequivocally lambast anybody Mm. in any form of racism that rears its vicious and poisonous head within Ibrooks, outside Ibrooks, away from Ibrooks, other grounds, in Scotland and in Europe. This is a pussy-footing statement that's basically an absolute disgrace, and I think they've got to really address this. It shows, and I think also, if UEFA read this statement, they might well take a dim view of this statement, because it's, it's certainly as if they've been caught out by these pesky UEFA officials, and not a complete hands-up, guilty as charged, Your Honour. Well, to be fair,
1: I mean, did Rangers not... Willingly refuse tickets to the last away game without being asked to do so by UEFA. So, this idea mm. that they don't acknowledge that there's an issue there, I'm, I'm not sure those two quite marry up. But if, if Rangers didn't acknowledge there was an issue there, then why would they have knocked back the tickets yeah, away I, I voluntarily? Have to say,
2: without having gone through the statement over and over um, that, that Frank's referring to, I think in general terms, we all condemn any form of racism, there's no doubt about that. I think Rangers, to be fair to them, have been very proactive um, on it in terms of if you think back to the Steve Clark situation, Rangers' command Scottish Cup tie, January, February, whenever it was. And to be honest, you know, I, I think that Dave King has led the way because he's personalised it. He's not put out a statement by a spokesman or a spokeswoman or a sports person. He has personalised it. I think he, in the times when Rangers have been battered and have been under the the spotlight in the past uh, nine months that he has led from the front and put his name and he's had a go at Rangers for and the Rangers fans on a couple of occasions have actually out of defiance have totally ignored them and, and still carried on with some of the unacceptable unacceptable songs but now I think um, I think t- to be fair to Rangers I think they've actually been, been very good and I've not read this statement yeah if I'm going to read it are they going to take a dim view I've no idea and I, I wouldn't think so but you never know but I have to say in general terms recently I think Rangers absolutely have condemned their supporters.
1: Mm. Uh, we're fast running out of time, Frank, but I wouldn't want to just cut you off there. Did you say that you did have a Celtic point to make?
11: I do, but I want you to just reply to Mark there. Mark, as oh, right, okay. the usual, uh, yellow straight, doing the back stuff, no wanting to come out and actually say it as it is. But we've listened to that for 15 years Mark.
2: But anyway, so to Mark. It's actually, I've been on for 20 years, Frank. You well, go? well,
11: good on you. We've probably yeah. done it for 20 years then.
2: The yeah,
1: point I have.
11: I'm to make, the, the point I'm trying to make is here, is Dave King put his name to this statement. And if he has... Then this man's got something to answer for this statement, or was it was it Mr. Trainer and his level five? I don't know. The other point was you said Gordon with respect, Rangers refused tickets for the away game. Now, if I'm not mistaken, I don't think I am. This decision was taken before the actual um, punishment was dished out by UEFA, so I'll put that down to the Rangers trying to minimise the punishment they were given. So, let, the, the point here is, and it, this is the point. There is no unequivocal statement in this. In this, statement, no unequivocal message. It's UEFA have a wide ranging view of racism. Well, it's racism is racism. It's not wide ranging. You're either racist or you're not. And this club's fans, time and time and time again, expose expose themselves to what they do time and time again. My Celtic point, if you want, Gordon.
1: What, you've run out of time I'm afraid Frank I offered you the chance 90 seconds ago But you knocked it back I'm afraid And it's time for Beat the Pundit So let's do it shall we Beat the Pundit with the
0: Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash football
1: It is time for Beat the Pundit 5 to 7 Same time every night If you want to take on Mark Guidi or Jim Duffy Then now is your chance to dial 01419511025 if you beat them, you get a signed ball and uh, the bragging rights, clearly, more importantly. So if you fancy it tonight, 01419511025. Be quick, the lines close at seven.
0: Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. They play to win every time. Talk to com.
1: Big week of European football for Celtic and Rangers. Celtic at home tomorrow. Rangers kicking off first tomorrow night in Portugal. We've heard from both managers. We're giving it the big build up. Trying to find out from you How you see the game going Who you want to see playing Who you don't want to see playing And so on and so forth After Beat the Pundit We're going to hear from Ryan Christie Suspended at the weekend uh, Previously deleted his Twitter account Remember After taking criticism Following the red card at Livingston But he's back tomorrow And we'll hear from him after this Beat the Pundit With the Scottish Sun
0: For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football
1: Upon the Time Jim Duffy And Mark Guidi Are here It's time to find out Who they're facing One of them uh, Will be up against Brian from Strunraar How are you tonight Brian? I'm Am alright yourself? Not too bad at all Brian Not to put the pressure on you But last night's contestant Got zero So I know him very well you know, you know him? You know him personally? That's why I'm on tonight <laughs> oh, Remind me of the name again Kerr yeah. Kerr, yes, so it was Because yeah, when, when Stranraer came up I thought last night's contestant was from Stranraer. Uh, so this is this is about personal uh, bragging rights as well, is it? It is, yes Well, fair play to Kerr He set the bar pretty low So you're only <laughs> going to have to get one right uh, and, and, and you've you've taken him on that front But Hedge are up against Mark Weedy, Tails It is Jim Duffy And it is Tails Jim Duffy against Brian from Stranraer. So I'm going to give Jim some Clyde 2 to listen to that way You can't hear us Brian Same as your pal last night 30 seconds head to head You can pass Here is your chance To beat the pundit Are you ready? Okay Let's do that Which Rangers players extended his iBrooks contract Until 2023? Defender Kaz uh, <laughs> uh, Who did Who did Scotland Under 17s Beat 2-0 last night? Us What's the name Of Porto's stadium? Oh, pass What nationality? Celtic's Jeremy Frimpong? Swedish What year did the SFL fold? 1996 Okay, okay, let's bring Jim Duffy back Jim, can you hear us? Yep Great, same set of questions to you, yes? You yep. ready? Yep <sighs> Which Rangers players extended his stay at Ibrox until uh, 2023? Who did Scotland under-17s beat 2-0 last night? Oh, i seen that Is that Andorra? What is the name of Porto's stadium? Oh, I don't know. What nationality Celtics, Jeremy Frimpong?
3: I think he's got a few, but I think Holland he wanted to play for, so I'll uh, say Holland.
1: Uh, what year did the SFL fold? <sighs> 1988. What Scottish Premiership team has yet to win a league game this season? And Johnson. And which Italian team did Joe Jordan play for in the 80s? AC Man. Okay. Uh, Brian, how do you think it went? Better or worse than your pal yesterday? Well, it can't be much worse, actually. Slightly better, but Jim me. Slightly better Okay (laughs) let's find out Uh, The first one Which Rangers players Extended a stay at Ibrox Till 2023 This is the news That came out last night Ryan Jack Jim Duffy got it right 1-0 to Jim Uh, Who did Scotland Under-17s beat 2-0 last night It was Armenia um, what is the name of Porto's stadium Mark, where do you have been? The Dragao Stadium Dragao So none of you got that right Still 1-0 to Jim Duffy What nationality Is Jeremy Frimpong He is Dutch He was born in the Netherlands So Jim Duffy goes 2-0 in front The SFL Only folded in 2013 mm-hmm. You've gone back a bit further yeah. um, Which Scottish Premiership team Has yet to win a league game this season It is St Johnston, um, And that was the end of the road for you Brian So just like your pal last night <laughs> Honestly I'm going to get You two can phone back in Tomorrow we'll get a tiebreaker Just to separate the two buddies From Strenra. Um Which Italian team Did Joe Jordan play with In the 80s uh, Producer Andy's got Hellas Verona at AC Milan would have been right Or is that yeah. not Is that not the 80s yeah,
2: Both of them AC Milan and Verona
1: Yeah, he's nodding away He's made a bit of a blunder there Yeah, as has, definitely Andy. Both yeah both we all of them. just Just turn and stare at him Through the glass And see how he He's got a wee he's smile on his he's face. To, yeah. um, So there we go Jim Duffy won comfortably Anyway Brian yeah. So you and your pal Are going to need to Put your heads together And maybe Look look for areas for improvement that's that's d- that,
3: Was that Nil Nil there Because that was uh, Dumbartness from RAR Scoring at the weekend Actually <laughs> doing the Dumbartness up- from RAR uh, 0-0 So uh, that's uh, String not a thriller <laughs>
2: That's just deliberate Is it? No coming on both getting 0 It's no. That's deliberate
3: surely. That it? Get him on for a playoff
1: Brian Anything <laughs> to say for yourself? Uh, I'm ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> uh good. Good you're a good sport anyway, Brian. We appreciate you coming on. That was Beat the Pundit and it's back at the same time tomorrow night. Same time every night, just before the news. That's when you call to get your chance to put two two nils in a row. And not for the pundits either. This is we're an uncharted territory, I think, on Beat the Pundit. Right. We we, we set the bar low for you tonight. And last night So now is the perfect time to play It's a bit like if you ever go to a karaoke bar gym You want to put yourself up after the worst singer And then you look do. better So there we go That's that's really how Beat the is going to look uh, this week 01419511025 to get in touch um, On that, actually, we, we, we didn't touch on it before The news, Ryan Jack and the new contract mm. That has gone down well amongst the Rangers fans yeah. Understandably so Yeah,
2: it's a good piece of business uh, I see, I was... The kind of jury was out for me on Ryan Jack But I have to say um, I've said many times in The past kind of six months, nine months He's really grown on me um, I think he now looks a part of a Rangers player He takes responsibility um, I think having Stephen Gerrard as his manager And Gary McAllister as well Has really helped him uh, too And um, you know, the likes of the games tomorrow night Where you've really got to roll your sleeves up battle You've got to be clever um, You've got to be disciplined I think Ryan Jack has all that, and he's locker now, and he'll be a main player for Rangers tomorrow night and moving forward. Great piece of business.
3: Yeah, I think he's been a slow burner, as Matt said, and I think uh, you know a lot of Rangers fans were a wee bit sceptical when he signed, and I think it was difficult because you're going from a, a big rival in Aberdeen. He was captain at Aberdeen. Um, he obviously changed a management and all these sort of things, so it, t- it takes time to to, to settle in and different systems, and, and obviously get used to playing for Rangers. We've said this many times. Just you know, the, the expectation level is massive, so. Uh, I think it just took him a while uh, A couple of niggle injuries as well at the start But um, he's found his form he's, he's playing a slightly different role now a, a little bit more advanced in terms of pressing And getting getting forward Not not like an attacking midfielder But a little bit more box to box rather than just sitting And it seems to suit his, his,
1: his energy levels a lot better He's 27 Is the best still to come from him Given his progression in the last couple of seasons?
2: Yeah it should be um, You know um I think that And I've said for a while That, that Rangers Have lacked a, a Scott Brown figure If you like In their team You know a, a winner Somebody just a mainstay Of their team Somebody that takes things Somebody that That runs a club For the manager If you like Runs, runs the a room And I think As much as we've got that Back now In, in, in Stephen Davis Coming to, to the club But I think that Longer term I think Ryan Jack Is going to mature Into I can see him becoming The, the Rangers captain uh, Within the next 18 months If it's uh, is sold and uh, I can see him being there t- um uh, Ryan Jack for the next five, six, seven years and being a a, a proper player and then real linchpin of the team.
1: Would he be the, the one of the if there ever is such a thing, Jim, one of the guaranteed starters in that midfield.
3: Well I mean Stephen Jenner's come out and so said there's no guaranteed starters in his team but I think yeah, I think what you're saying is he's he's
1: No, if there's a cup final tomorrow yeah, for instance, yeah. never uh,
3: well, yeah, of course I understand what you're saying. You know, in terms of uh, you know, one, he's certainly one of the guys. I think he puts trust in, and I think any manager, I when mean, you put your trust in players, you know what you're going to get. Um, you know, and it doesn't matter what type of game it is. And I think that uh, you know he's he's an invaluable member of that squad now. And as I said there's only be, there's only going to be a handful of games he will be left out, and that's maybe just to tweak the the shape now and again. The vast majority of times he'll be a, he'll be a starter.
1: One four one nine five one one zero two five. That's the number you need to get in touch. And if you would rather tweet, then you can find us at Clyde SSB. Uh, Paul is a Celtic fan from Doncaster. Uh, how do you see tomorrow night going, Paul?
12: Hi there, gentlemen. Uh, good evening, uh, Gordon, Mark and Jim. Okay. Um, yeah, hi there. I, I just think I, I, I'm I'm really confident getting into tomorrow I'm really looking forward to it as well. Uh, I, I think, um, you know, even a draw, I'd, I'd, I'd be happy with a draw, but... I just think, I mean, looking at you know our performance uh, previously, I, I think we've you know we've got a bit between our teeth, and I think we'll we'll go out and put a show on. So I'm really looking forward to it. But the reason for my call I was I was wanting to make a point because I know um, uh, Mark and, and Jim are a bit splitting their priorities in terms of Celtic this season um, and going forward, in, in terms of domestic success or European success, and and and, and if I was if I was to be given the choice, um, I would. I think I'd go for European success, and I'll be honest. Um, I'd agree with Jim, um, and the reason behind that really is, is, is I just think that. I mean, living in England for for a number of years now, um, you know, I would never concede the league, obviously, but I just think that um, down here and in and in, 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 in world football. You know, you're revealed if you go in as a, you know, if you won a European uh, trophy, uh, Europa, a Europa trophy for Celtic would be fabulous, and it would put them on that stage. It would put them on a different stratosphere, I think. Um, and I know the bragging rights in Glasgow, and, and and it's it's just numbers and it's tallies and it's you know, uh, Celtic.
2: Paul, see I mean, you just put you, up, you said if Celtic won the Europa League, it would put them on a different stratosphere. In what yeah. respect does winning the Europa League put you in a different stratosphere? Well,
12: Mark, I just, I just think that, and the players won't concede this either because I think the, I think the players, Celtic players, would, probably want a European trophy to their name as well. I, I, just
2: thought, I think it, it, it's, it, there's nothing factual. It's purely down to opinion. But my guess would be that if you said to the Celtic players in the dressing room, and I don't think it would be a hundred percent. I think you'd probably Three out of four would say Do you want to win the Europa League Or do you want to win Nine in a row I think They would say Nine in a row Because if you win Nine in a row It gives you a chance Of winning ten in a row
1: Do you think so? Do you think yes. even Like for instance The foreign guys Who are not brought up in it and this this goldfish bowl Is it not well, something I said, I That means
2: I, I said not everyone So I'm talking about Your, your Forrests Your Browns yeah, like Your that. Fosters Your guys like that Look I might be wrong But my suspicion would be If it's Three, four, five in a row mm-hmm. Yeah I agree Europa League or the, uh, uh, You know For sure Does the Europa League now Hold the same Sexiness as you like As what it was in 2003 When Celtic were in the final Or indeed 2008 When Rangers in the final For me No it doesn't Yet guarantees you A, a Champions League place If you win it But I don't think it's realistic I, I think we're talking about something That's hypothetical That I don't think realistic, realistic um, That Celtic's going to win it But for me This season And the fact that Nine allows you to try and go for ten. I think if you're a Celtic player that wins nine in a row, but especially if you win ten in a row, that puts you into legendary status compared to the the. In Europa Scotland, League.
3: it does mark. It does put you in legendary yeah. status in Scotland. But as Paul said, if you're looking at from a you know outside, you know the is, is the this, no, I, this I, particular no, I, city, then if you're a European winner. Then I nah, think, I, I, think be. I think I think you're. You, I mean, if if you're Neil Lennon and you win the Europa League, you think his reputation is not more in hands than one in nine or ten in a row?
2: Yeah, I think it is.
3: Well, that's but that's what I'm saying. So you're No, no I think it for, is. But in terms of, of what, what do you joking? want?
2: What do you want? Your personal satisfaction? Do you want to be the manager or the captain that wins mm-hmm. ten in a row or the manager or the captain that wins Europa League? I think Europa League gives you one But listen, Europa League. Mm-hmm. When Seville won the Europa League under Unai Emery, did, did could you tell me five of the players that played for Seville? Did it bother? Did it register here? No, doesn't. It? No, but I think are Unai, the people in Spain Emery did an
3: job on the back of that. Yeah, but he won it three, three times, times in a row. That's what I mean. But yeah. I, I think if he finished but second, a third in the league against uh, Real Madrid and, and, and Barcelona Barcelona wouldn't matter. But the fact that he he won the Europa League, yeah, you're right, three times in a row. But I, me again, listen, this is it's not, the whole thing is a hypothetical situation. You know what I mean, but. We're just saying If if You know the, mm-hmm. the, the silly things That we do sometimes Is If you could only pick one It's like mm-hmm. picking You know One of your your own Two children One's like your favourite You know what I mean What it's, one is your favourite? It's an, impo- an impossible situation The third one um, I've only got two But uh, you know What I'm saying is You know It's one of those situations Where Yeah mm-hmm. it's, it's, an, it's an impossible argument But it's just What you prefer You prefer the league I prefer Europe Paul Paul
1: prefers Europe We'll see what happens Paul Mark's, Mark's bringing a are Trying to bring an element Of realism to it And saying that doesn't think it's particularly realistic, anyway. So, would you concede that, or do you actually think there's a an outside chance something like that could be achieved?
12: It's, I can I understand what Mark's saying, and, and yeah, it probably is. And again, it is all hypothetical, but um, it could it is quite unrealistic. But I'm just thinking going into this game tomorrow night against Lazio Can you imagine if we if we were going into a, a similar type game as previous Europa League? Champions, it puts a different, it puts a fear factor, because Celtic, Rangers, Celtic Rangers, said, it's, it's it, that's what it is, and, and down in England as well, it's, it is all Celtic Rangers, and they don't really, it doesn't really register how many league, in a rows or you know bragging rights, it, it is, but, it is particularly in Scotland, but I mean, getting into a, a, a game as. Uh, what, if Celtic get into a, a European game as 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 champions, and I mean that just that's that's they're either going to win the league, they're going to be Celtic, I Rangers just going to win the league realistically. But I just think that if if I was given the choice, um, you know, I would I, to concede the league and win a, a European trophy. That's what I would pick. And it'd be interesting to me, I don't know what. Mr Cavens uh, um, Oh no he, He's Chris on Mark <laughs> Greedy's side
1: On that one Don't you worry about that he, he he feels very strongly About this issue Paul But thank you very I much t- I
2: tell you what Gordon I, I don't know if it's Alison Or Andrew Who's going to Lennox Town On, on Friday Neil me, wait, Lennon. I, I don't think Neil Lennon w- Would answer <laughs> But I would be Just to put the question to him Just to gauge I can just imagine Do you want to be the Celtic manager That wins 10 in a row Or do you want to be The Celtic manager That does the one Nine in a row but one zero a league. I think I know the answer. You know. I could say both, and then he would tell you. Yeah, but
3: they're on. always going to say both. But, <laughs> yeah. they, but,
1: but we, we don't have to say both. <laughs> we, we don't exactly. Uh, Ryan Christie returns to the squad tomorrow. Of course, was suspended for the win against Ross County, and will also
13: miss the Aberdeen game. He's hoping to make an impact if called upon. Obviously, the kind of was very um, disappointed with the whole red card and spot myself to let everyone down and. Um, I think the only kind of shining light from the kind of two game suspension was having this game in between so it wasn't that long a, a period without a game um, so yeah I'm really looking forward to it um, obviously just to get back on the pitch first and foremost but then obviously the kind of magnitude of the game as well and it's two um, big names in European football over the years coming together so um, you know it's a kind of brilliant tie for everybody and then um, you know the other side of that is obviously we're, we're, we're looking to win obviously I think um you know, don't want to speak too early, but if we hopefully get a result, um, you know, tomorrow night then we've had a very good start to this group and um, you know, our ambition is to play European football after Christmas time. So to do that we the manager said we need to hopefully try and win all our games at home. The first time we've spoken to Ryan Christie since he was forced to delete his
1: Twitter account after that red card at Livingston. He says it was just the sensible option.
13: There was a, a kinda of natural reaction after the game obviously and um you know, I can kind of apologize to the boys and everything, but obviously um a lot of people frustrated with the red card as was I and, and myself. Um and you know it's it's certainly not like I kinda of went home and started scroll, scrolling through all these tweets. I'm um I'm clever enough to kinda of stay away from that. But I think especially with social media nowadays it's it's you know, virtually impossible to, to keep it completely away from you even if I mean, I wasn't like I said, kind of going through scrolling through tweets. But um, at the same time, there's people messaging you saying, "Oh, well, this person said that. This person said this." So um, I think it was at that point I kind of realised, um, probably a, a bit different for the general population, but for us, um, sometimes it just can be a, another platform to people to, to to come at you on. So um, you know, it was a, I just thought probably best to to kind of delete and um, the Twitter. If Ryan Christie gets stick
1: At this point in his career After the year that he's had I dread to think What players Who are not having Who are are genuinely Not having a good time of it Must receive For for one
3: mistake You know what I mean That's what I'm saying Listen This is the nature of the world we live in, you know, everybody nowadays has a platform to air their views and a lot of the people sadly the air their views um are, are vitriolic and um mm. you know and, and you know towards towards people and it's just it's, it's it is a disgrace and that someone like Ryan Christie has to delete his account yeah. because of the amount of abuse um the the he he's getting in. I think, as I said before, it's a sad, sad indictment of our society as as it is today. What see, a
2: nice kid he is as well. He's a he's a lovely but very talented footballer, but more importantly, nice kid and everyone of the football writers, young player of the year, whatever it was, four or five years ago. Um and just a really nice person, to always matured, you know, looked at he could have been on his way out at, at Celtic, he's fought his way back and as you say, Gordon, for for one mistake, They haven't to go and delete it. It's just and and you know what People that, that want to try and engage They're only, only ruining it for themselves You know because there they are You, you have no form I mean, of engagement them the, anymore
1: We've seen across the board now Or, or yeah. certainly there are numerous ins- It's just an automatic thing to, to some people Clearly not everyone Not even close yeah. to a majority Um but, you know I think James Tavernier Was in the receiving end at the weekend yeah. as well I don't think criticism's wrong, but in the oh. right in the right way, surely, and yeah, constructive. And if you're going to direct, it you know, on Twitter, you can you can rant and rave about any player you want, but if you start then saying, you know, tagging that player yeah. in the tweet, what's the point, man? Oh, I mean,
3: as I say, it's, to me, then it's personal, you know, and, and I think you're personalising things. And as soon as that that is, I think that's crossing the line, you know. I think if you're a football fan and you think someone's made a mistake or a criticism, we've all done it. He's hopeless. He should be dropped. That was a terrible miss. That was a. Terrible penalty Whatever happens to me Shogging goalkeeping That's football And that's fine But once you start To personalise it To me That's
1: unacceptable Paul and Doncaster Thank you very much It's 01419511025 To get involved We've got A full time teaser Coming up We're looking for 12 answers So if you think You're going to need it Get a pen and paper Certainly get your Thinking cap on And we'll get the Question next
0: Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, the league leader for compensation. Talk to Thompsons. dot com.
1: Jim Duffy's here. Mark Guidi is alongside him, and we are building up to two huge Europa League matches tomorrow. If there's anything else on your mind, though, now is your time to speak. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five, or on Twitter at ClydeSSB. Now we've got. Show it, are you happy it's with? Been good. It? It's been been lively. Ticking yeah. along nicely. Yeah, it
2: could be. And your. Know, and we're talk- we've kind of Focused on Celtic Would they rather Win the league Or win Europe yeah. An interesting question For Stephen Gerrard Would you rather stop Nine in a row Or win the Europa Funnily enough One well. of the
1: callers A caller brought it up From a Rangers perspective yep. On Friday And yeah. it just blew up And it, honestly We were inundated a great debate I great thought you, debate. Two, you two Almost fell out over it there I would well, say That's yeah, the closest did. And yeah, Honestly I, I don't want to have to be The one to break you two up That's <laughs> for sure I, you, you, you Hugh Kevins Hugh, Evans a, Hugh Evans, I fancy my chances Of holding them back But you two I'm not so sure um, Right let's quickly Get the full time teaser Up and running uh, This one was sent in From Jerry Neary So thank you to Jerry For sending it in The address you need If you want to hear Your question on the show Full time At Clyde1.com I think we've had some Variations of this before But nevertheless I can see this going down well 12 players To play for Celtic Or Rangers Since 2011 with a Z in their surname. Quite simple, he says, looking at all the answers in front of him. Z. Okay. So, since 2011, that's the crucial part as right. well. 12 players have played for Celtic or Rangers with a Z in their oh. surname. Magic Zarafsky. He's just before 2011. Oh, that's right,
2: 2011. 2011. Uh-huh. So, the. Um... Mm-hmm.
1: This is what I love about guys like Jerry and some others. They send the questions in, and he's got some possible yeah. wrong answers, and he puts yeah, magic Yeah, yeah, yeah good before twenty eleven.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to think of the uh, who was the, uh, the 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 Polish goalie? Jim United Zaluska. Zaluska. Zaluska.
1: Yes, Lukas Zaluska. Lukas Zaluska. That's one of twelve. So eleven to go. You
3: always make it easy for us. Mhm. Uh,
1: some great names in here, I must say. Great names. Uh, not that this makes any difference, but just for mm-hmm. for going forward, it's seven Rangers and no seven Celtic. Sorry, and five Rangers. I don't usually tell you that so early. <laughs> Does that help?
3: No <laughs> Not at the moment You need give us a, a, Give us a, a moment Give me half to, an hour And that might make a difference don't, don't give us radio silence You speak oh, Okay I'll, so. I'll
1: keep padding At yeah. Clyde SSB If you want to play along I know for a fact That some of you Will nail this And you'll get get Certainly most of them If not them all So uh, Since 2011 12 players to play for Celtic Or Rangers With a Z in their surname Lucas Zaluska is the only one the guys have got so far it means they're looking for 11 more let's speak to Ken in Canvas Lang hi Ken hi Gordon how you doing good thank you um,
10: <laughs> a few questions. well uh, making a confuse Tim in that anyway I'm not sure if you've heard about this uh, a few weeks ago uh, there was talk about possible changes in the Champions League and somebody suggested like a a pyramid scheme thing, the idea behind that being that there are certain teams whose uh, history um, is quite, quite good with Europe, like uh, Celtic and Ajax, these are the two teams that were mentioned in the article, and this would help them to be in the Champions League, because you thought it wrong that these teams like these were, were being held back from being in the Champions League. Now, I'm not sure if you've heard anything about this, and if you have, What do
9: you think about
1: it? Well, I think what we do know is that If you remember, UEFA launched Or announced that they were launching a third competition uh, The Europa Conference League Really great name You can imagine a working group being put together for six months To go and come up with that name The Europa Conference League It's not great, is it? Um, But it's the third tier tournament behind the Champions League And Europa League Um, I think the The exact detail of, of how that will be qualified for Will... But well, it remains to be seen really Jim Because it doesn't kick off until 2021 Coefficients mm-hmm. can change And and all the rest of it But Ken's kind of right in what he's saying At, mm-hmm. at, at the moment your, um, your European history in terms of going way back Doesn't, yeah. doesn't really count for very much yeah. It's your, your coefficient And that's why it's such a a hassle for our teams to get into the European competition.
3: Yeah, I mean there was talk a few years ago about the Atlantic League, wasn't there? You know, with the the kind of Northern Hemisphere the, the teams getting into a, another tournament. There's been talk. I think that this year they were saying perhaps we, even in England there's, there's going to be like instead of four teams, three teams, one of the teams dropping into these other competitions. There, there, there's there's been there, there's definitely been um, obviously as you know discussions, and, and, and they are going to put on another tournament, but. All the big clubs, you know, they won't, they, won't, they don't want this, you know, the, the, the major clubs because, and, and, and that's the reason why, uh, I change, so they don't want to change the Champions League. So they're not really that bothered because they will still be, you know, the, the getting the, the major TV rights. They will get the major money. And to me, it's almost like trying to Just uh, keep a lot of other clubs sweet. We'll have this little, you know, mini mini European tournament that'll invite you into Europe and you'll play teams at your own level and that kind of stuff. A little bit like we've done there with European uh, nations with international teams to try and give other teams an opportunity to to, to dine at the big table.
1: I think, specifically, what what Ken's referring to, there was a story I would say maybe about, about a month ago, a month and a half. Um suggesting that teams like like Celtic who have that, that, that pedigree going going way back would have a, a sort of protected route into the, the Champions League. If memory serves me correctly though, it was certainly not set in stone. It was a, a proposal and an idea. Um so we'd really have to watch this space to see if anything like that came to fruition.
2: Yeah, I mean We would um just anything that can that that gives us European football, anything that, that enhances our game, that gives us a chance to, to make money um, for our clubs And anything that makes it easier To get into the Champions League Rather than as, as Celtic's champions Have had to do Certainly the last two years If not longer is play four European uh, Qualifiers To try and get there So listen I think uh, You know it's Very much a, a closed shop uh, In terms of the big boys Being protected And and even you know When you mentioned there The Nations League you Now albeit Scotland Have got a chance of getting to Euro th- th- Via the, the the Nations League playoff But let's not be kidded, The Nations League was put in there as a, As a a, a, as a fail save for the big nations, not to help the smaller nations. Mm-hmm. You know, you think that Italy had missed mm-hmm. out in the Euros and Holland had missed out in the Euros before, so that kind of things. But as long as um, the smaller clubs and the smaller nations keep fighting away and keep chipping away at UEFA, then hopefully things will take a wee turn.
1: Ken, of course, there's another way to sort this out. Celtic and Rangers just keep winning all their Europa League games, get through, win those games as well, and the coefficient might give us a another Champions League place in the traditional route
10: cab doing that to do better
1: to help the coefficient go up as well yeah of course of course they do mark yeah. but, yeah. but at the same time that that's not easy no of course yeah maybe maybe we're looking at them to win an an extra an extra qualifying round but you know it's it's a lot to ask clubs like that to 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 really break through and get into the group stages of, of competitions
2: It is It's, it's not easy and you, and you look at Aberdeen And you look at Hibs And you look at Hearts um, Rangers have managed it Two years in a row Under Stephen Gerrard Celtic have managed to get into Europe Every season now For got it, a number of years um, But it's not easy Particularly smaller clubs If they lose Like we say with, with, with the old film If you lose two or three You're good players And you're bringing in guys uh, In June, July And you're trying to hit the ground running It's not an easy thing to do And you know The, the draw is weighted against them Eventually they, they get some some top teams so listen it would be nice if they could get in there and qualify regularly but bear in mind the time of the season that it starts the personnel involved everything taken into account it's a real uphill task that's why if any of our clubs um, qualify for the group stages as Celtic or Rangers have managed to do this season it's a major achievement
1: Ken it's a fascinating point Make sure you keep in touch If that progresses Over the coming months and years That was Ken and Canvas Lang On 01419511025 Any more on the teaser? Uh, is, is Christian names as well Or just some uh, Just some names I'm afraid Yeah.
3: There's, there's got to be a Chinese Or something like that With a Z in it so.
1: Well actually Zheng Zhi was before 2011 it was I'm Zeng, afraid yeah, Zheng uh, Zeng, Zeng, Z was before Zeng 2011, 2011 Yeah
2: um, I, I, I have to be honest I'm really toiling
1: Nah, See me honestly See when you see some of them You just well, need one that. or two to, to I know that, you that. But I'm uh, pff,
2: 2011 So you're going back to When Ali McCoyst Was manager of Rangers And Neil Lennon was manager Of Celtic yeah, since 2011 Yeah yeah. Since but since I'm just can, as well. yeah, can, yeah, yeah, You're getting this far that, back yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of guys I mean, Like, like instance, Mark Warburton right, Brought the,
1: in There's and a Celtic one in there Who's Played an awful lot of games For Celtic in that time period Yeah in more than one spell <sighs> <sighs> <gasps>
3: Honestly can wow. so you think right, Wow I'll give you lights. a clue
1: To get you up and running I think Is that mm-hmm. fair? He okay. was a left back uh, Oh Emilio a Z- 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 Izaguiri Yeah brilliant okay. sure. Well done so we've got, <laughs> I think, I think you're, you're going to need To give us a lot more no. than me. That's for sure Emilio Izaguiri We've got Lucas Zaluska And Emilio Izaguiri So you've got Two of the Celtic ones None of the Rangers ones yet Let's speak to Jason In Castlemilk Hi Jason I oh, am, yeah, first time caller Alright Jason, what made you call tonight then?
14: Um, just that yeah, I really annoyed lot at people just uh, kind of slating in here. Just because he's made a couple of mistakes It was just to see you spoke the criticism was a bit harsh on him
1: So you're in no doubt Jason, you keep him in He plays tomorrow, undoubtedly, plays again at the weekend, yes?
14: I, I, yeah, I think he's got m- more uh, less laws in it than what people make it to be okay. Sometimes you've got to take the good and the bad,
3: don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, the thing is, Jason, that f- football is like that nowadays. It's very instant. You know, you make a mistake, you get heavily criticised. I mean, Barashek, when Barashek first came into Rangers, he took a lot of stick. And a lot of Rangers fans, you know, weren't they happy with him? And, you know, he got put back out of the team again. And then, and then he, you know, he, if if again, got himself calmed down a little bit and then, you know, become, become a, an established, you know, player. Now, I think the fact is that a lot of people thought maybe Tavernier's mistakes had been a little bit less over the last year and I know last night I listened to a little bit of the programme as well people talk about Candias' impact because he did protect him yeah. a little bit yeah. and I think Rangers now at times they play a different system you know and that's allowed him to go forward but it hasn't given him any protection that side so sometimes they've played the diamond sometimes they've played the a narrow mm-hmm. midfield and that's that you know so the, the opposite fullback for instance or maybe sometimes he's 2v1 so I think the shape hasn't helped him at times But he has made Some basic errors And unfortunately You know These days When you make an error Then You're
1: going to get Some stick for it Because if it's You know If it's an individual Mistake You know A a singular moment Where the ball comes towards Mm. you And and you misjudge it You can Is it fair to say You can only really blame You can't really blame that In the shape can you If he was getting exposed a lot then, Then fine You know In terms of Wingers running at him, or or guys overlapping. But if he's just misjudging yeah. the flight of balls, as as no, the last can, you couple, you can't of...
3: blame the shape. No, can't blame the shape. You can look at the shape. For instance, let's take Hearts because it's the most recent one, right? Because in, he's he's tucked away in, tries to head it back. People can say, well, he's in a decent position for a full back if if he's narrowed in. But if you're playing a right midfielder, if you want to call it, that, and actually he might have been the one that's in. Tavernier might have been a little okay. bit a little bit wider in the right back position. Now again, depends on the coaches. Some coaches like the full backs away in. Some don't, so I'm not saying that that's exactly what would happen, but it could, it could be mm-hmm. a part of the reason But hey, listen, they made a mistake, we've seen top, top players having a short pass back You know, it happens, it's, it's not something I can't remember happening at all with James Tavenier before mm-hmm. But it's just on the back of another couple of mistakes in high profile games And that's what's I think drawing attention to I, And I, yeah, listen, he's got to be big enough, he's got a lot of plaudits, but- Mark you know, he said a lot of plaudits. He's got to be yeah, big enough to take looked, on
2: the chin At 250 grand When you weigh it all up He's been an outstanding mm. piece of business Mark yeah. Warburton yeah. brought him in Another thing I want to say is Well, albeit the mistakes are uncharacteristic And they're basic It's mm. not like he's been beaten by world-class players mm. But again, Gordon, you've always got to put it into perspective Players that play in Scotland Are going to make mistakes Will he play for Celtic and Rangers? Because See, if they were brilliant Absolutely top-draw mm. players They wouldn't be playing here So you've got to allow, you know, something He's not got a great left foot He's not great in the air Or he's lacking a yard to pay Well of course They'll have deficiencies in their game That's why they're playing in Scotland
1: Uh, Jason uh, Granted this is a hypothetical And we're looking way down the line How many mistakes is is too many though? I mean say this was to happen again Tomorrow night And at the the weekend Does there ever become a point Where you think it would be a good idea To to take James Tavernier out? Any players not undroppable I'm not saying that But what I'm saying
14: is Just the overall criticism He's came under Considering what he's done for the Rangers over the last few seasons, mm-hmm. uh, obviously he's, he's scored a lot of penalties, granted and set plays. But this as is an asset to cross balls and stuff like that and assist and stuff. So I think the good outweighs the bad. Rather than, or you could obviously see what you're saying he caused a goal or they could have kicked that ball against Hearts or whatever. Given other scenarios, but. I just feel like he's getting it's a bit harsh just for one player.
1: Yeah. What? Well, what about generally tomorrow then, Jason? Are you are you feeling confident? You think you can pull off a shock? Yeah, I'm hoping for a draw. Certainly wouldn't I be the worst result, I would it? For Rangers, pass. and Porto that'd yeah, be terrific. Know, yeah.
2: Result. I mean, listen, you would you would absolutely I'll take, take that all day long. If Rangers can come away from the Dragao Stadium with a point, that's a different class.
1: Okay. Anything on no. the teaser? Anything yeah, at all? Yeah, I've got okay, one. Okay, go. cool. Daniel Arzani. Ah, oh, brilliant. Well done. We're getting there. Sort of. Three out of 12. <laughs> Any Rangers ones? You better extend the programme for about another a, two or three. Any Rangers ones who are maybe currently at the club but just don't play very often? Don't play at all, uh, really? Yeah, Gresda. Gresda, oh, we well done. Right, Eros Gresda, Emilio Izagiri, Daniel Arzani, Lucas Zaluska, four down, eight to go. <laughs> Players for Celtic or Rangers with a Z in their surname since 2011 We'll get the answers, hopefully, next.
0: Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Compensation you deserve. When there's been foul play, talk to Thompson's.com.
1: We're into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard, Jim Duffy and Mark Guidi. Are here another thank you to Jerry Nero Jerry provided tonight's full time teaser question, and it's going down. That's a, a good, good question. That's good. Yeah, to thanks I'm to real Jerry. Real, real uh, if, if, if you want to hear your question on the show, the address you need is fulltime at clydeone. So Jerry says tonight: Can you name twelve players to play for Celtic or Rangers since twenty eleven with a Z in their surname? So okay, you've got Lucas Zaluska, Daniel Arzani, and Emilio Izagiri from Celtic. And from Rangers you've got Eros Gresda
2: I've got, got another Rangers one Uh-huh France and Daza. Yes, well done
3: uh, The only one I think is I think when it was at uh, I think it was Matt Warburton I had him on loan Because um, I'm sure he played against Morton When I was there And it's um, I don't remember his first name is it's Zalallim.
1: Gideon Zalalem Well done Colin Moffat got that one Paddy Hastings Threw that one in there as well In fact Paddy's got another cracker That you yeah. two uh, are still waiting on And straight off the bat By the way As soon as I read this out uh Brian sent An outstanding answer and I'm looking forward To seeing if you can get this um, Or certainly your reaction If you don't Great knowledge From so, Brian So what in terms of It's one of the names One of the answers He's yeah. kind
3: of just got one He's got an hour I love to get Before we start That's very Come true
1: on. That is very true Really toiling <laughs> here Jim yeah, so, Right man. so you're looking For two more Rangers And mm. four more Celtic it's gotta be Eastern okay. Europeans way, way, way One of the one of the Rangers once has also played for another big club in Scotland. Another city club in Scotland. Oh, yep, um, yep, 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 yep. Uh Zalayuskas. Yep. Right, you're now down, yep. you're down to one Rangers, four Celtic. Okay. Let's speak to Ian who's a Partick fan in Bearsden, Hi Ian.
2: Hi, evening Judge. Hello.
1: Hi Ian.
6: Um, I just wondered
9: what the, the, the panel thought, especially Jim Duffy, with of experience in the Championship. Uh, I'm pretty confident that Thistle will make the playoffs now. They've replaced Goldwell with McGall. Mm-hmm. And I think it'll be between the two D&D teams. d teams, have miss for the top four. How do, you, how do you feel about that?
3: Yeah, I mean, I think, I, don't get me wrong, I mean, Ian's obviously two fantastic uh, victories since he went in. Uh, and that's going to give them confidence. Obviously, he's got to get the home form right Ian, which is the, the the big thing that I think Thistle's expectations and in, in the championship, Thistle are a big club, and the players have got to understand that and, and you know and, and deal with that. The only thing that would give me a wee bit of cause for concern is a goal scorer. Although Kenny Miller has done brilliant, I still think that maybe since Chris Doolan has moved on, I don't know if there's a guy there that will score enough goals. Um, but I do think they'll improve significantly and I definitely think they'll be there, thereabouts, come the playoffs, I, I, I have to be honest with you. I do think they'll be within touching distance of it and uh, in, in may well make it. But I think that... Um have to maybe just score a few more goals, and to do that is very difficult to find.
1: I mean, Mark, you couldn't really rule anyone out when they're four points behind. How, how could I mean? No. Grant, there would be a couple of teams in the division that you'd be amazed if it happened. All right, you know, whether mm. it be our broth, that would be a clearly a huge surprise. But for a team like Partick Thistle, if we're talking four points between now and mm-hmm. and what, what would it be? Probably is at the start of May by the time that that cut off mm-hmm. kicks in. Yeah,
2: it's achievable, but I, I think I'd have to say that um, I think there's. Um, been a real element of Wow as in Surprise factor At the How much they're lacking in quality At Partick Thistle To go and do that Um And uh, I think there needs to be work done In January I wouldn't be surprised if Ian McCall Will try and shift Four or five out And bring four or five in But With the current squad It would be close to a miracle If Ian McCall um, got them up into the playoffs So it depends on what kind of wheeling and dealing he does I don't think they'll go down He's too good a manager And he'll get you know he'll get good stuff out of that squad But in terms of pushing on Into the top four A lot of hard work ahead And a lot of wheeling and dealing That we've done for, for that to become achievable
9: Is that fair Ian? Well, I think obviously Before he's taken the job He's inquired what he can get in January mm-hmm. And they've obviously told him There'll be money available um,
2: and I really do. i will be disappointed if he don't make the top four. Hmm. I and think that he'll try and get a United. couple of boys for United. We'll be surprised if he looked. It's a club he knows well. He built that squad there. They've, they've overachieved, which again was credit to, to Ian and his backroom staff. Sandy Stewart. Really sorry to hear that Sandy Stewart is not part of the the new setup at Air United. I'm gutted for Sandy because he's one of the best guys in Scottish football, and I think he deserved better from from Air United. Um, but um, oh, I wouldn't be surprised if he McCall looks at Ed United because what he did and managed yeah. to do there, Jim, it's only natural he would look at getting yeah. a couple of boys in from. Yeah, there. I agree with you a bit. Lauren Shanklin was a huge part of that, and don't get me wrong, they've, they've done
3: remarkably well this year without Lauren Shanklin. But again, if Thistle if, if had that type of player in the ranks, I would have absolutely no doubts that um, they, they, they'd be knocking on the door for promotion, Kenny Miller. Need help is that, is that what you're saying Yeah Kenny's a Fantastic player Fantastic pro But he's, he's, he's I, I don't I don't see him As being as prolific uh, As you might need to be um. And, and uh, You know But I still think I still think They'll be there Thereabouts I'm, I am I certainly think They'll be Top five And as I said it Wouldn't surprise me At all If they're in the playoffs
1: uh, What about that uh, appointment at air by the way just quickly whilst we're on it Mark Kerr yeah. I think it's alright to say that surprised a few people
2: yeah surprised by it
3: yeah I think it, maybe it is a bit of a surprise but I think it's the way a lot of teams are going now I think you, if you look around a lot of recent appointments you know there's there have there, been you know young young players or young guys sorry who have just either f- towards the end of their careers or finished their careers and I think that's just the way it is um, I think directors want to maybe look at a certain style and they maybe think that the younger guys have got that um
2: you know, kind of concept uh, When you look at United you Jim. Really unless I'm mistaken Was it Matt Roberts before Ian yeah. McCall So yeah. Matt Roberts, young manager Almost at the dressing room Unless I'm mistaken Pretty yeah. much yeah. Does yeah. not work yeah. You bring in Ian McCall Who's got 15 mm. years mm. under his belt Looks what he achieved You then go back to mm. A guy who has not managed A football club before And by the way I wish Mark Carroll the best of luck Because you want to see guys succeed In any walk of life But in terms of the football club's Appointment mm. For me I, think I I couldn't see that one coming
1: Ian it's going to be A fascinating couple of weeks Because they're both at home Dundee United Then air away The Ian McCall Going back to Somerset So please do stay in touch With us in the coming weeks Ian because it's going to be Interesting to watch But thank you for your call The reason I'm cutting it so short Is because these two <laughs> You've you you got to blame these two Because they've got Loads well, of work to Blame do on Jerry no, on do the question, Jerry <laughs> Right So we're still looking for Four Celtic One Rangers Right I'm really I am Toiling Right what do you want to do first This We need to start making a, a uh, dent in the notes. Celtic ones severe dent uh, What about Okay one of them had a A brother as well Who by the way had the same surname In case you, you didn't know <laughs> Thanks for that, uh, One of them didn't quite make an appearance okay. for Celtic One of them didn't manage to make an appearance for Celtic One of them did Oh
2: the um... mm-hmm yeah, yeah then The so-and-so brothers Yeah The yeah, yeah, step-brothers the, 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 the Icelandic No the um...
1: I think they were Were they Czech I think they're Czech Yeah um... oh, He's just oh snapping his come. fingers at no, me No I know Sorry the...
2: I, I know I can Yeah Their
1: first names were Patrick and Philip Oh, Tartic twas- uh, Tartic like That's it, that's it. <laughs> Oh my goodness eh, That's not easy <laughs> Right couple of strikers here One from Ronnie Dyla's time Has had a very colourful career Was a bit of a maverick character Um, Bit of a loose cannon uh, a sort of a double oh, barrel Colin bat, Kazim name, Richards. Yes, Colin Kazim Richards. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what about from the South American? No, well, Central American. I guess it would be, um, region. Was a that didn't really seem Was it to. Rangers. No, Celtic. No, Celtic. Midfield player, Mexican.
2: Uh, oh, Efran Suarez. Juarez I'll Juarez, give you the benefit yeah. of Juarez, the doubt. Yeah. Juarez Yes. Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, we're getting there. How many is that? One two three four five six. Right, seven, and the last eight, nine, one. Ten, this ten. is the last one that Brian. I think it's Brian Fagan who wanted his full shout out. Sorry, Brian. This is one that he I'm got. That's a Um, a striker from Poland.
2: So oh, yes. They signed him in loan for Celtic. Yeah. Signed them in loan. I think he up to maybe
1: it. played when on the. Did, did Tony Watt maybe come on for him when when he scored uh, his, his? No, no. Uh, um, on his debut at Fur Park, yeah, and that was no, his. I can
2: I can pick some, but no, I no. What was his first name? Pavel no. Pavel uh, Borczyk or something Brozek. like that Brozek yeah, that's it. Yeah. Brozek? Pavel Brozek Pavel Brozek
3: Brozek, yeah. Brozek.
2: Mm-hmm. Like, One <laughs> of the The lone <laughs> yeah. Oh wow Is it a
3: Rangers Brozek. one
1: To finish off you This won't help you But see this one Gordon DL just says This guy's name On every teaser Because he just He just hopes uh, That it's going to be it, It's a, it's an obscure <laughs> Rangers name That he's learned And he just says it He even said it to me Last night <laughs> um, I don't know much to tell you He's Spanish And he barely played no. Okay. How might a Glaswegian Perez. pronounce pronounce the number that comes before two? One. Or tease. Oh Juan
2: or of course,
1: yeah. Thank Man you very Ortiz. much to Mark and Jim. We are back. Big night tomorrow from six, and Barry Wilkins is up next.
0: Clyde One, super scoreboard. With Thompson's personal injury solicitors, the form team for compensation for more than 40 years. Talk to thompsons.com.